Bokar Tov, we are in Sefer Tehilim. We're in the 18th chapter, and this is a continuation of the Shiur from yesterday. Yesterday, we got which Pasuk? Yud Dalet. We're in the middle of the chapter 18, which is the Song of David, also featured in Shemuel Bet, chapter 20, 22. It is a, so- a song of thanksgiving by David for God saving him. And uh, according to the Abar Benel, the version that we have in Tehilim comes at the end of his life where David looked back on his life and really is thanking God for everything that he did for him. And he also wrote it for other people to be able to thank God as well by seeing the way that, you know, he's thanking God himself. Okay, so Pasuk Yud Bet, let's, let's continue from Yud Bet. We're in the middle of the part where he's, uh, God is being described in his glory as coming down to save David. But in that description of describing God to, to save David, we're describing God's glory mm-hmm. as he does so. Yes. So one of the things that God is, uh, is described here as is he, his hiding place is in darkness mm-hmm. and he surrounds, him, surrounds himself with his, uh, with, his, um, with his sukkah, with his covering, yes. the darkness of water and the thickness of clouds. You know, the God is found in the dark waters and the thickness of clouds. But... But from the light that comes from him, he moves the clouds, and he causes hail to fall and also fire uh, stones. Okay, coals, fiery coals. Sorry, I forgot to bring that other table in today. Okay. How does it translate? No, no, keep going. Also, thunder it. Gachalesh calls of fire, right? Gachalesh calls of fire. But Yerayim Adonai, and he he caused thunders in the heavens. God, and in the upper areas, he gives his voice. And what is his voice? Hailstones. Hailstones, barad ve'gachalesh. Hailstones and fire. Reminiscent of the Makot, yes. Yeah, the, the glory that's of God. What we saw. That, that's what we can exactly, to. exactly. That's a beautiful way of understanding it. When we're describing the glory of God and His strength, you use a metaphor that we're used to, that we were familiar with. 18. 18. We use a, a metaphor that we're used to. We're used to seeing God's glory in the context of the Makot. So clearly there's a Makah, the Makah Barad is featured here, in which. Um, in which uh, it says, it describes Makat Barad as the, one of the great Makot, in which God's which glory showed. Two things that can never go together. Right, that was, the that's... miracles of... No, I'm saying even, even, yes. even the Peshat. No, 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 I'm not even focusing on the Barad and Gachal Ish thing. I'm focusing on, on the way the text describes the Barad. The, the Torah says that it's, it's a... Asher lo yada he says, when Moshe is warning Paro about it, I think, he says, I'm going to bring a, a, a makah that you've never seen anything like it. Meaning this barad is going to be like one of the great makot, you know, most intense makot. So that's a good representation of Borei Olam's grandeur and his strength. Okay? God sent his arrows and he spread them, away, spread them out. Uvrakim rav humim. And he caused much lightning, and he confused them. Confused whom? 
everybody. Confuse the enemies. Confuse the people that David wants to be saved from. Now, what's interesting is the, the Pasuk has parallel parts, right? There's part A and B in this Pasuk, right? Yes. Is part A. Yes. What does that mean? How does that translate? He, he sent his, his arrows and he spread them around. Yes. He scattered them, the enemies. In the second part, Uvrakim Rav, he sent his... He shot thunderbolts, thunderbolt, lightning. Yeah, he's like with the arrows. He's right, saying, that's what I'm trying to get you to show. The metaphor here is that God's what? Good transition to Vayuhumem over here. What? It confounded them. He frenzied them. Frenzied them. Oh, I like that actually. <laughs> he frenzied them. So, so the arrows are the lightnings. The arrow is the lightning. Yeah, exactly. That's the parallel here. The parallel is that when God, when we describe God as using arrows. We're, we're using, it's a metaphor for the way God really handles the world. And when God wants to show his strength, he does it in his own way. You know, he doesn't use arrows like we use, he uses lightning. Right. Advanced, advanced technology. Advanced technology, right. All right. Okay, next. Pasuk. And the, the streams of water appeared. And this, the roots, what is the Mosedot Tevel? The, the roots, foundations, that's how it's more. The foundations of the earth also appeared. Adonai, from your roar, Adonai, from the breath of the, the nostrils. The nostrils of, it translates it more fully there. How, how does it translate? Breath of your nostrils. Of your, yeah, of no, there's, there's um, okay, it's, there's a better translation. Because there's two words here. Minishmat Ruach Hapecha, from the from the blow of your breath of your nostrils. That's how you could yeah. you guys translate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blast of the breath. From the blast of the breath of your nostrils. That's a more proper translation. Okay? So, what's going on in this pasuk? The waters make their appearance. The, the roots and the foundations of the world all of a sudden show themselves. What's going on here? Then there's a thunder. Because God is roaring. So, what happens when... God, God roars. Nature, nature, the, the nature that, that He created exposes itself yes. and, and makes itself. You know, it almost puts Easy. itself at God's service. Yes. When it exposes itself and it uncovers Hurricane, itself, when the just, when the foundations of, of the world uncover themselves, who foundations of the world are always covered. So like, what does like, it you take? Kind of, you kind of think of like when you see like these uh, disaster zones where there's a big flood or hurricane, you kind of see like. Everything is ripped out of the ground. And is maybe. That, is is maybe. it making reference to that? Yes. Or is it, making it reference could to be. Tornadoes. I don't know exactly what it's making reference yeah, to. Tornadoes. But, but the idea is whenever the, the world natural, exposes natural. itself before yeah. God, before God's roar, that's a sign of God's greatness and the fact that he controls everything. Okay, so that's what's being described in this Pasuk. Pasuk is 9. And now that we finished all the descriptions of God, now why was David describing God? Because he was describing how God is saving him or saved him and throughout his life from his enemies. So he said, Hashem, when I was in distress, you saved me. And, that, and then he described God coming down to save him. And now the description of God coming down is over. In Pasuk Yudzain, we describe now what God actually did for David after oh, all of the, this. The, okay? the experience that God, uh, David had with God. He sent... He sent from the uh, heavens or from the higher places and he took me. And he pulled me out of the, wa- the, the waters. Of the word Yamsheni. The word Yamsheni is to remove me from the deep waters. Before he was going to drown. That means he was in such Again, a, these are such also just saying he was in 
a bad spot. Yes, and yeah, a difficult He was in a bad spot and, and Hashem saved him. Yet, and by the way, all of these words are going to be in a technical future tense, but they all mean to be read in past tense. Sure. So it says, you will take me from the heavens, you will, t- you will remove me from the waters, you will save me from my enemy, you will... Uh, it's all, you saved me, you saved me, you did this. Right? Yes. See how they translated it. It says, he saved me. It doesn't say it like that. Yeah. I know, it's the same thing. He drew me, he saved yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, they're, they're following... Um, He's already in past tense over here. No, no, I'm not talking about past. They're, they are... Writing, they're translating correctly into past tense, but they are um, Hebrew in the poetic Hebrew is probably in, in the poetic Hebrew. It's using the third person, so it's in the, technically you say he saved me. He said, mm-hmm. but who is David talking to? Hashem. He's a shira to God. To God. So he's just talking to Hashem technically. Right. Okay, so the translation is going to have it in third person, but it's really figuratively in second person. Okay, he sent. From the heavens, and he took me. He took me out of the the, the, the great waters. He saved me from my powerful enemy, and from my haters, for they were stronger than me. My enemies tried to approach me on the day of my destruction, but God was a place where I could lean, where I could uh, take protect, get protection from, okay? So they, they, on the day of my calamity, my enemies tried to appear, but I relied on God in that case, and that obviously was good for me. He took me into the open place. You know, when a person's in, in a distress, he's in a makom tsar, he's in a tight place. So whenever... The opposite, whenever a person is out of the stress, he's in a makom merhav, in an open place. He's removed, is more like removed me from difficulty, for he loved me, or for he was happy with me. Chafetz bi is to be happy with someone, or to love someone. Yechalitseni is the same as like chalitzat tefillin, you remove your tefillin, right? So, Yechalitseni, he took me out, for he loved me, or he loves me. Pasukaf alaf, yigmeleni adonai ketzitki. And he paid me back according to my righteousness. According to the purity of my hands, he brought upon me. For I kept the ways of Hashem. And I did not act wickedly uh, to my God. I did not act wickedly to my God. Okay? So... It says departed from my God. It means that I didn't... It's you a, it's a, it's not, Rashati is the word Rasha, it's act wickedly. That's a more accurate translation. So I kept, I kept the, the path of God and I did not depart from the ways of God, which they're probably saying that, honestly, they're probably translating that way because of the first half of the Pasuk, which is I kept to the, Darche Adonai, which Derech is a path. So I kept to the path of God. I'm saying that in my God. time of distress where I could have just like given up. I just, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't go off. Meaning there's, there's, there's a reason Borei Olam, there's a reason Borei Olam protected me and saved me and took care of me because and all I this. Kept on, I kept on going the, the yeah, just way. Exactly, because I kept going on the just way. And why did I, how did I maintain going on the right path? Because all of his edicts were in front of me and his chukot and his laws, I never got away from my eyes, meaning I never, I never removed from in front of me. They were always in front of me. Remember how we said in the, one of the previous chapters, um, 
Shivita Adonai Lenegdi Tamid. I put God before me always. I was constantly aware. It's a very similar pasuk. I kept his laws. They were always with me. I never let go of his laws. And I was innocent and perfect in his service or with him. And I guarded from my sin. And I, I guarded myself from sinning. And that's why, once again, he's repeating himself. God brought upon me according to my righteousness. According to the purity of my hands that was in front of his eyes. That's, what he, that's how he dealt with me. That's how he dealt with me. So, this, you know, it's interesting that he's patting himself on the back. Kind That's of. what I'm saying. Is that, isn't it kind of sound a little uh, arrogant? <laughs> no, it's not. It's Meaning, not. Is he trying to like, is he trying to say like, uh, I did good, so Actually, take care of me? Or is he already, no, no, no. He's already he's, thanking him. He's, he's thanking giving... Hashem. He's thanking, you know, God saved me throughout my life. And the reason he saved me all this time is because I kept... Most important phrase. Right, let's, let's keep, let's go a little bit more. Right. I was going to say something about that idea that it's not arrogant to pat yourself on the back for being good sometimes because especially David has a tendency to berate himself and to make himself out to be a sinner and to, and to, and to highlight and to accentuate all of his own sins. And it's, it's a form of tzitkut but it could, also, it could also be damaging to the person's motivation. If they always consider themselves bad. Too much guilt. It creates too, too much, much guilt. guilt. Yeah, it's it, too much guilt. Whenever, for example, like uh, psychologists, they try to heal a, someone with like OCD. This is something I'm, I'm familiar with. Um, they tell a person that, that you need, whenever you have a victory over like your, obsession, your obsessions or something, you need to reward your, or, or, or give yourself a pat on the back. Say, wow, today I went the whole day without washing my hands. Just learn some five extra times. Just, yeah. <laughs> right, so, <laughs> so, um, so that's that's idea. Tomorrow, Bezer Hashem, we'll continue. I'm sorry. Continuing. Oh yeah. So Bezer Hashem on Monday, God willing. Bezer Hashem, we will do from pasuk kaf bal. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen. Amen. Amen.